0: Hello and welcome to 100 Steps to Drag, the podcast where I, Natasha Hundreds, sit down with your favorite drag artists and ask them, how did we become this big, amazing drag figure? And that was my dog, shaking. <laughs> <laughs> my guest today is a Fabulous drag king killing it in the Long Beach, i.e., LA area. I love his work. I'm super excited that I get to talk to him. I don't think we've talked before a lot, so this is fabulous.
1: Yeah, no, no, this is like meeting a new friend or already knowing you and just trying to connect with someone else. Yeah, yeah,
0: yes. He's a fabulous makeup artist, illusionist. Please welcome King Phantom. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yes, thank you. Happy halloween. happy halloween it's halloween day and phantom is rocking this fabulous sculpt makeup and geesh so my favorite good.
1: Face. i had to do my favorite face for you
0: i love it thank you so much problem Ah, uh,
1: where's your halloween costume oh
0: when i'm are gonna bo- be i'm a boring hoe okay i just posted a picture i was edgar allen hoe So I was like, you know, they like makeup, and I had like the little mustache, like the little black wig, and I had like my tits out, and had the raven and everything, like the dark circles. But it was it. That's that's about it.
1: (laughs) Come on, yeah.
0: (laughs) Halloween is like crunch time for drag artists. It's there's so much going on.
1: I just had my last drag show yesterday, and it was a triple, and I'm exhausted. I was like, wait a minute, I do have an interview today, and I'm still working. (laughs)
0: Look at That's us.
1: Okay. As long as we've got latex, because my skin is just raw from just peeling those latex masks off.
0: I saw it's, that you were doing a lot of prosthetics this Halloween. You were doing Hades. That was a big one.
1: I usually do prosthetics every year. It's just these ones were bigger. I mean, yeah, Hades is a new one. Oh my God. It's a full face latex prosthetic and you know it's hot under there you break out your skin peels if you peel it too fast it's uncomfortable and you know layers of drag that happens oh my it's-
0: goodness that leads us perfectly to our topic today which is drag acid and illusion this is perfect because I love many of your numbers I love your Woody I love your J Balvin I love your Jack Skeleton so let's go back to how did you start doing drag as an illusion, did you take it from the get-go or did you just started a different kind of drag before? How was that journey for you?
1: You know, I started doing drag um, way back when a face-off was on and I, I just love face-off. And I kind of took from that and I did latex from the get-go, but I was just kind of plastering it on my face and not knowing what the hell I was doing and just YouTubing everything. I'm like, I can do that. <laughs> I started with gelatin. And then I went to latex.
0: Gelatin. Like, how does that work?
1: Um, it holds in a mold. So you know how jello is. It's non-flavored, just gelatin. We There's a tutorial for it if you look it up. How to make prosthetic using gelatin. I would Google it. Just, there's so many videos now. Back then, I, you have to really search. DIY.
0: Very DIY. How long have you been doing drag?
1: Oh, God. This is my 15th year
0: congratulations oh my goodness
1: every January I forget about it and then oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) shoot how long have I been doing this actually going through all the bad stuff helped me be a better drag artist because you know your face falls off or you forgot this or you know you have to borrow things to make make an outfit there's a lot of things that happen and it kind of makes you a better drag artist I want to say that because you're always on your toes.
0: You learn so more from your mistakes.
1: mistakes. Yes. I generally do my makeup 15 minutes. All my makeups. Any makeup I can get into. 15 minutes. 20 minutes if I want to give myself good time.
0: Wait, hold on. Yeah. So like all your makeups, you do them in 15 minutes? Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> that is impressive. Because you transform yourself into something completely different. Something or yeah. someone sometimes.
1: Working under pressure um, is really good to really keep you on your toes. So you think faster. So like you don't panic as much. Once you're in it, you know, you're like, okay, yeah, this, 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 I don't have this, didn't use this, like your shortcuts and all that. I, I've learned all those shortcuts for being panicked, trying to throw a look together, but it's still coming out good. But yeah, there's the little bit of stress that I need to push myself.
0: Just really the right get,
1: amount. Yeah, definitely.
0: Is there like a favorite uh hack that you would like to share with anybody to get better or faster doing makeup?
1: Well, to get better and faster doing makeup, well, it's going to take years to get to a certain point. You're not just going to jump into it and say, hey, here I am. You know, look at me. I'm, I'm a makeup artist. You, you need some time to develop your style, shading the shape of your face you got to learn your face because everybody's face is different ovals contour mm-hmm. there's so many things that you should not expect perfect results because we all got to start from somewhere and the bottom is always the start and you know what you got to be proud of where you started because it's going to lead you to a better place
0: i love that the bottom yeah. is always the start mm-hmm. <laughs> a Didn't good bottom know? a good bottom is always a start I, I love that <laughs>
1: Oh, that's a good topic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a completely different podcast.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that later.
0: <laughs> yes, but let's talk about illusions. In your opinion, what makes for a good illusion when it comes to drag? A good illusion is top to bottom
1: makeup, full coverage. You have to have like gloves. You have to have the jewelry. The look has to make sense. It has to make sense with your mix. I generally like a storyline. If if you're doing something and it doesn't go with the character, I'm just going to not pay attention or, you know, you're not, you're not, you're not entertaining me. You're just kind of just doing the one song thing and getting through it. Give it, give it some substance, give it them something to look at and stem off of. My favorite term for it is like a geisha, like a walking work of art, moving entertaining, beautiful, horrifying, funny, all that. If you can embody any one of those with a look, I think you,
0: you, you're you up there. <laughs> yeah. And I love that you mentioned that the mix is also important because I've seen a oh, lot of the you. times that, you know, the look is there. Like when you see whoever artist, you're like, oh, they're doing this, like right off the bat. But then mm-hmm. the song is just, you know, like so disconnected. And so I love when people are able to tell a story through... A mix, like for example, for you, like one of my favorite numbers instead said it is Woody, and then when you, when you do like he turns little arm and then torn by Natalie Portman starts yeah, I, Oh my god, I love I that! Oh my god, that's so
1: good. Nothing's right. I'm torn. <laughs> it just, you know, it's it's not just me coming up with the mix. I have an inner circle of friends that help me with the mix. My friend Chandler, my friend Chris. I actually have my ex help me a lot too even though i won't want to admit that i want to give them credit but most of the music i do it comes from me all the style it comes from me so it's i'm not able to do it on the computer i can't do it myself but i i lay down the story and i give give them what i want down to the minutes mix is very important
0: it is it it really like (laughs) makes or breaks a a good dry
1: Mm Hmm. it looks yeah funny is always a go-to though I know a lot of clowns. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like clowning, so I got a lot of those clown looks. I do the Joker, the Pennywise, the old one. You know, it's just my mother was a clown. Speaking of, oh really? Yeah.
0: Did you learn <laughs> any makeup stuff from her, or was it all on your own?
1: I was self-taught. My mom was. Um, she had a lot of odd jobs, so we were like poor most of the time. She wasn't a clown until like she was like forty or fifty. And she was doing magic shows with her husband. So it's like, my mom was still out there. And this, it explains why I am who I am, the way I dress. Because she, she'll walk around with the green wig and pigtails and a furry hot pink coat with some glasses. Coming around the Jack in the Box yelling at the lady, where's my food?
0: <laughs>
1: Don't test me. I swear she was <laughs> she was something else. So yeah, she rubbed up on me like completely.
0: She seems like a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> Definitely. I miss her.
0: <gasps> is, she, is she no longer with us?
1: Oh, uh, she passed in 2011. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, no, it's okay. She's, she's always around me. <laughs> and she, you know, uh, I got, I got a lot of my weird news from her. <laughs> she showed me a lot of movies and uh, special features and the makeup so that she kind of did enter in a lot of, you know, MTV, I was an 80s baby, you know, 90s and all that. So I had all this music uh, I still know. And then I put into my mixes and it, it kind of shows my age. <laughs> but, you know, when the mixes turn out the way they do, <laughs> you got you got to have a good background of music. You got to like more than one style. I mean, I know it's hard to reach out into another genre and it's hard to step out of the box, but. Do something you like first, then add something different, and then keep going and involved. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, you have to add variety. That's what I've always tell people that ask me, like, oh, how can I, like, move things along?
1: Would you mind my son stepping in and saying hello?
0: Of course not, please. <laughs>
1: this, is, this is how I live. This is my family. Come sit down, Papa. Come here. Yes.
0: Come
1: say hi, handsome.
0: Hello. my
1: handsome. Say hi. Hi, Jaya. How are you doing? <laughs> this is Simon. Um, he's, uh, he's on the spectrum or special needs, but he, he needs his mommy a lot of the time.
0: Yeah. How are you, Papa? Are you going to trick or treat
1: later on? Are you going to trick or treat? Yes or no? Yes. Yes.
0: Yay!
1: Gonna... He wanted me. He just wanted to talk to me.
0: That is so sweet. You're going to make me have baby fever right now. <laughs> I can't. I'm not ready.
1: Sure. <laughs> They made me grow up a lot, and they're an inspiration to me. And that's why I do a lot of Disney, but I put my own spin on it.
0: So Mm
1: -hmm. I watch a lot of (laughs)
0: cartoons. Honestly, same. No, I love it. I was going to ask you, like, where you draw your inspiration? But that was perfect. That was so in the moment. Yes.
1: (laughs) Completely everywhere. uh, My children, my friends, the old movies I used to watch, horror movies. I was a fan of Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Uh, to Wong Poo. Thanks for everything, Julia Newmar. I love the old queer movies and my mom being Catholic Mexican mother, she was, and you know, she showed us everything. She was like, okay, mama, let me, let me watch this,
0: uh, but go to church. <laughs> balance it out. It's all about balance.
1: It's all right. My mom just,
0: you did this to me. <laughs> I love that your Mexican Catholic mom was so open because my Mexican Catholic mom was different. (laughs) She was like, "You're just going to church, period."
1: Yeah, she loves watch all these movies because it, you know, she she was intrigued by them too. But you know, she was still in her ways, and you know how mamas are. You know, you're not gay. (laughs) Yeah. It's a phase. It's you know, my mom didn't know I was queer until I was already in the gay clubs performing. Oh, you're just a performer. I'm like, mom, no. <laughs> are are you okay? Like all their daughters just were gay. Turned out gay. So,
0: <laughs> wow. Did you become okay with that?
1: Well, you know, some of them weren't weren't a good example of a queer community, so I blame them. <laughs> but other than that, I was the better example for the community, for her, and she was, I pulled her in, I got her to see at
0: least one show, and you know, that was it for me.
1: (laughs) I got my mom and my dad.
0: That is beautiful. (laughs) Oh, my, my mom actually doesn't know that I do drag. Oh, that's hard, huh? It it, it is. Every time she comes visit, Natasha goes in the closet. Everything goes up there. Someday, Uh, honey. But you know what? I feel like she has suspicions because my sister was talking to me the other day. And she was like, well, have you told my mom about your drag? And I'm like, no, why? And she's, well, because we were talking. I don't know what they were talking about. And then mom Mm -hmm. said, well, I know that my Sandra is up as a woman, but he's a decent person. And I'm like, what? Like, uh, how did you show I don't know if she found like something.
1: <laughs> she just called you out.
0: You no, know, I'm she, like okay.
1: It Sounds like to be up in the club throwing dollars. I'm just saying, I think she's ready. I
0: think, I think she is. Ready. Yeah, I'll have this conversation, and I'll, I'll update everyone <laughs> once it happens. I might
1: just tell her, "Come on, King Phantom says yes."
0: Yes.
1: Family <laughs> <Sadly laughs> is everything.
0: It is everything.
1: Chosen family because <laughs> they're the biggest supporters of who you are and who you want to be, and they don't judge you for anything.
0: Like, and all serious. through art, yeah. Like drag, it relies a lot on our, our chosen family for like, you were just saying, you know, producing your numbers, your thoughts, ideas, yeah. showing up to the shows. Like when you first start, like, you know, I remember my chosen family being there and be like, hey, you got
1: this. <laughs> Please, you know, I got your coat, what you need. Here, yeah. let's do your own. Like uh, that's that's the kind of support you want and that's what you need. And when you keep doing drag, you find that family just at any show, they, you start those connections and they become stronger and stronger. And one day you just have this hundred person family, just all this love and all the support, just all these drag entertainers just holding each other up. I love that.
0: Me too. I feel like there's a huge misconception about drag that you know it's very bitchy and it's competitive and whatever and some people is don't get me wrong but for the most part i've had such a great experience with the drag community here in socal
1: yeah i so far i've seen recently just large amount of support like at strut i've been working with them before but since recently i've last year consistently worked with them and they kept like, because I always say people only hire me for theme shows or Halloween or, you know, Christmas. And nobody ever hires me for those other gigs. It's a drag king thing. That's that's what I would say. I feel like it's unfair, but again, I can do other things. I can do any kind of character to fit your show. Technically, you can't tell me no, But, you know, it's up to the person, the, the host, the the bar, if they want us. And, you know, I've had bars say, no, I don't want a drag king. No, I just want queens. Bye. No, it's straight up. I've had people talk to someone saying, oh, I don't want to see these fools. I'm here to see you. I've heard it while I was standing there before going on stage. So it's, it's blatant. I know we're not represented well,
0: but we will be. Yes, there's a lot to be done as far as, you know, queen and king balance and king representation. Mm -hmm. But I think that we're going in the right direction. I've seen a lot more kings being booked frequently, not only for Halloween and not only for theme shows. Johnny Gentleman was, you know, he has a a full-on king cast for his ranch. So I feel like we're, shout out to Johnny.
1: (laughs) But I I think think we are going in the right (laughs) direction. Kudos to you. Thank you. All king cast. But also we want to be some diverse and I want to quote Landon's show and Landon does all sorts of drag you you can be a burlesque dancer you can just be a non-binary performer you can be whoever you want to be on the stage he's given me that stage and I've literally grown from it so I owe him a a great deal because he is the first person who paid me and consistently paid me whatever it was at every gig before anyone else it took me four years to get a paid gig, and he was there. And because I put the work in and I, I grown and developed, he kept me on in hard work, shows, and people recognized it. So shout out to Landon Sider.
0: Shout out to Daddy Landon, Long Beach Landon Legend.
1: Landon.
0: Legend, Dragula Superstars, season three. And then he's done the cast of Call Me Mother. Have you heard of that?
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes. I haven't. I've been so literally all this month. I had no time, but I was costumes,
0: makeup, shows, sleep, (laughs) (laughs) die. (laughs) Like that Lady Gaga click, no slip, bus, another club, another club club.
1: Oh. You know what? And there was an exciting gig I did do with Morgan McMichaels. She hired me. She's like, hey, I have this thing with the ACLU. We didn't know much about it. It was very secretive because we were a secret as surprise. Diane Warren, do you know who she is? Oh, yeah. She's a songwriter of all these beautiful songs. You know, the Lady Gaga to Celine Dion to just a reference, so on and so forth. But yeah, big names. And she's like, I need an Aerosmith impersonator. Can you do that? Sign me up. Let's go. What is it for? What's the details? And they kept the details so tight till the day. So we had to sneak in. And these are the ACLU awards, um, like human rights. They're honoring people who you know do things for their community, women's rights. They're honoring her for making these powerful music that inspiring people to do things. And we were the living work of art. So we showed off a whole medley of her songs from Millie Vanilli, <laughs> Blame It on the Rain, to, you know, Celine Dion, to Tony Braxton. But yeah, that's televised. You can go watch it if you go to the ACLU website, donate help your community. You can still watch it for free, but it's there. You can watch the whole award ceremony.
0: That sounds I, like such a fun gig. It, it it was mind-blowing. I was
1: like, where am I? There's champagne. There's, like, fancy water. I'm like, there's icons. Like, ah, I'm surrounded. What am I doing here? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Morgan, are you sure? <laughs> I love her. Oh, I my did, gosh.
1: This day, she's like, you know, She's now, being very kind to me. Family supportive.
0: Again, back to family. That sounds so fun. I get impressed every time they have a decent dressing room at a gig. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, little me no, champagne
1: Knock me out. I can't even. Oh, it was so good. I just had to show that one. Because I haven't posted on it because I had no time.
0: <laughs> it's because you got to choose between either posting or get some sleep and rest.
1: <laughs> Taking a shower and getting some sleep. Yeah, all that. And my makeup is literally all around me right now because I just 15 minutes later, hi.
0: <laughs> but hey, for I can't, I'm can't. i still flabbergasted But it took you just 15 minutes to look this good. I'm glad that we're going to take some videos and post them. Go to my Instagram to see the full gish. Oh my God. I could never do this in 15 minutes. How do you balance your time? I know that October, for example, is really harsh, especially, you know, drag and having kids. Do you also have another job besides drag? How do you do all that?
1: I am a full time stay at home mother. I stay here. I work on my art. I work on my house. I make sure my kids' needs are taken care of completely every day. And I have my sister, she watches my kids every time I'm out for a gig. She's been there really good. So she's here today, taking care of my boy.
0: Oh my god! But that's still a lot because I mean a lot of people underestimate you know what you know staying home mom is. But girl, it's so it, much it's
1: work. Hard. I'm tired most of the time, and my son does have insomnia, so we work with the melatonin gummies, and sometimes that doesn't even work. So we're up and maybe till dawn, just getting him asleep. My daughter is a little better. She has a routine. She's good, but. We have good days and bad days for both kiddos. So today was a good day.
0: Because it's, <laughs> it's Halloween. It's the season. Yeah, this is Halloween. This is Halloween.
1: The favorite, favorite holiday. Uh, I got my, my, my pleather pants on. With my oh prepared.
0: my gosh. So you're head to toe. Oh, such a professional. I feel so bad. I am obsessed. Like, not me, like in this t-shirt without a single drop of makeup. I, I, I,
1: <laughs> I just I I thought I'd dress up a little. I just got this jacket. Oh.
0: It's so pretty.
1: It was $25 at this like secondhand store. I was like, ah, not worn. Hello.
0: No, I find a lot of stuff on Goodwill or like thrift stores, especially around Halloween, because that's when they put like the thigh high boots out or hats or like the flashy fabrics. I'm like, ooh, come to mama. (laughs) Speaking of of kids and families, I know that like these last (laughs) couple of months, there's been like a a controversy around kids at direct shows. And it's even some states are having that as a legislature or trying to pass bills.
1: No, that's infuriating. I hate this.
0: These people. <laughs> me too. Oh, like, what are your thoughts on that? Your two cents. I have a lot of thoughts that I'm going to spit I
1: posted on TikTok, too, when, you know, people tag me, like my Woody character, when people say that kids shouldn't be at drag shows. I had, like, babies. You know, I do uh, Jareth from The Labyrinth, so I've stolen babies and danced with them you know. Like, I have video. I got receipts. And there was this little boy that kept coming to Hamburger Mary's and he was just always dressing up. He wanted to be a performer. So, you know, you pull him up and make him feel special. And the kids are a key part of drag, but they can't always see all of drag. So Hamburger Mary's is a family restaurant and they don't have that burlesque license. So, you know, you don't take your children in there. Not until like what, after 11 p.m. they have to be out. So, you know, keeping that in mind, knowing what drag is and the parent, it is their decision. Not anyone else's, it's them. They want to educate their kids on what art and drag, and that's what drag is, it's not pornography.
0: No, you're very spot on because it's true. Not all drag is for kids, I will say, but I feel like establishments are very good at making that separation. You know, like this is brunch. This is gonna be like more of a family-friendly show and whatnot. Up to this time, you know, and this time is when the most like spicy shows or numbers are-, are there.
1: Yeah. Baby mummy, get your dear. I saw
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no! It's all good. It's all good. I love it. I love these little like moments because they also like show that you know we are people and we have so many things to deal with.
1: Yeah. Family. Um, <laughs> come on
0: family. Do you know ASL? A little bit. <laughs>
1: I'm actually deaf in one ear. Um, it's I'm hard of hearing, so actually that's another thing I want to bring up: being hard of hearing, and sometimes the drag shows don't turn it up. Sometimes I can't hear it all. And I'm just like, watermelon, I hope I know this song.
0: I hope this is the part that I am supposed to be lip syncing right now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So I've gotten good at, you know,
1: faking it sometimes if I don't know the mix. Thanks, Chris.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's part of it. It's part of it, you know, faking it until you make it. Yeah.
1: I want to tell you about one horrifying thing that's happened to me. Going to a gig, you're rushing, right? Just showing up. You park. You turn around. There's nothing there.
0: You forgot your luggage? Oh, Every.
1: No. I brought myself. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I kind of bawled. I said that. That was like the last straw of the day, I guess. I'm like, I was crying in the car. And then I got out and apologized and cried to Luna. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry. I can't even do anything like you got a dress I'll go
0: (laughs) were you uh in makeup or did you have you know were you planning on getting there
1: oh no (laughs) no I get ready at the gig because I've learned that I don't want to sweat anything off and I want to be a fresh face completely Yeah,
0: yeah that's smart
1: I go at least an hour early to set up get a drink maybe eat talk to somebody
0: That is always nice. I I have to learn how to manage my time better because I'm always Mm -hmm. rushing. I feel like I calculate very, like, the exact time. Like, if I know that I can paint in, like, an hour and 30 minutes, I just allocate, like, two hours to get ready. And I I shouldn't do that.
1: No, you always got to be mindful of your face. (laughs) I'll say that. Mindful of your own face because the face is what matters in the frame. At the end of the day, this is what they're looking at.
0: This is the money maker. (laughs) Right here. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes it backfires me because I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I had more time to like correct this, but I don't. So my eyebrows are going to look crazy. Oh my God. It's wild. Have your kids ever gone to any of your shows? That's a good
1: question. You know why? Because actually my kids have been in my show because I have done Drag Pregnant.
0: Oh my goodness. Were you it's showing a, at all?
1: A fun fact. No, it was the first time I did it when I was pregnant with my daughter, Bella. I didn't know I was. And I was like, why do I feel like I want to throw up? And like the next day, I'm like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> okay. That was one. And then um, I think I was doing Oasis. Uh, it was an Upland drag idol. Uh, I won. And then at finals, I knew I was pregnant. I think Raven was hosting, and I won that one doing um, You Spin Me Right Ram, Dead or Alive, Atlas Chaps, and Full Body Front Painting, and Thong, and everything. And I was like, Yeah. <laughs> and I won.
0: Yes. I won. Those things to your baby <laughs> helping you out. <laughs> my son <laughs> I love it oh my gosh so your kids have not hey, only just day. they've been a part of your show I'm obsessed
1: <laughs> yeah, they, the, um, my Bella went to a show when she was three months old that was Riverside Pride
0: <laughs> that is so so cute oh such a funny story
1: I I've always forget about that story but yeah both my kids done drag with me <laughs>
0: It's not something that everybody can say.
1: Nobody can say that. No, not I don't think.
0: Yeah, if somebody else has, you know, been through that, please let us know. We want we want to know the details, the story.
1: I'm thinking I'm the only one, but you know, I'm not the only kind of performer. So let's go.
0: Let's see. Let's see. We'll find out. Maybe that's a record Guinness, and we can submit it to the World Record Guinness of drag. Of drag,
1: yeah. we we make up our own records <laughs>
0: yeah and it's They're just
1: drag me it drag.
0: <laughs> I receive this question a lot like people that want to start doing drag both you know to be yeah. uh, become you know a drag king a drag queen but they don't know where to start what do you think is like the first thing that they should do if they want to start do drag
1: their face learn their face work on the face you can always work on a song that you like. Pick one, mostly that you know the lyrics. Do that, face yourself in the mirror because it's so hard to face oneself. And if you can face yourself and get all those lyrics and move and you know just perform to yourself, you, that's a start, that's how you can practice. You don't have to have anybody in the room until you're comfortable. And you, you kind of gauge your nerve right there. Because, you know, I don't like looking at, like, eye contact, me, I, I, no. If you do see me looking away a lot, that that's, it's hard for me to make eye contact. And I also stem off of people in my own outfits, so... Engaging oneself. That was hard for me. And now I can perform and stare into the crowd or look at people for just enough time to engage them to make them feel a part of the show. But but I can always step back and create my own space.
0: That is a really good advice. Do you consider yourself a little more like an introvert or an extrovert? Introvert,
1: definitely. I have my inner circle. I have the people I talk to at certain you know, certain shows, it's, it's hard for me to communicate with people. I'm not very talkative, but when it's about drag or my family or something like that, listen to me, I can go on and on. <laughs> if it's a good conversation and it, it piques my interest, definitely. If you just want to talk and get to know me, I can, you know,
0: answer your questions, but I'm very awkward. I love that advice of of the mirror and everything, because on my TikTok, like people ask me that like, hey, like I'm a little bit more of an introvert or like, how can I like overcome or get more comfortable on stage? And I'm always like, I'm the opposite. I'm a social butterfly. So for me, it was a little bit more natural. But I love that advice of, you know, you know, being comfortable with yourself first, and then you'll start getting comfortable with people, at least just enough to like have that moment with them.
1: Yeah, I kinda describe it like being on the dance floor with your favorite song
0: and just not giving a fuck.
1: That feeling. Use that feeling and go with that. And you can get the best show. Just improv that way. You know what you mean when you're just, God, that's my song, you know, and I can't believe they're playing this right now in this moment. I'm super
0: drunk. I feel you because out of all my numbers, like I have one that's my favorite. It's My Humps (laughs) by the Black Eyed Peas. And I do this full on Fergie illusion. And whenever I'm doing that number, I'm like, okay, I'm the only person in this bar right now, and nobody can tell me otherwise. I don't know where these RBS are coming from, but I'm the only person right here.
1: It's that feeling. Like there's one song, like Robin, I'm in the corner watching you kiss. Uh huh. That that song went. You have to dance it and sweat it out. That's what drag feels like when you're out there just giving it your go, your adrenaline, and you're just connecting with people. And that's the only really way I can connect with people is through drag. Because by myself, I'm just like, hey, how's the weather?
0: (laughs) Right. (laughs) How was your drag
1: here? Yeah, if you know me, this is the most high contact you're going to get
0: from me. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate it. It feels special.
1: Yeah. Also, I have an anxiety disorder. So I do feel that way almost every time. So butterflies don't go away from me unless I've done the number a million times. What I mean by a million, like over and over, it's repetition. I know every word I can put the makeup on like that, but it's nothing. Just walk on, bam,
0: boom. That's good advice because the more prepared you are, the more you do this over and over, it's gonna be more comfortable and less nerve wracking. There's always gonna be something, like a little, ooh, like a little feeling, but that's good. But you're not gonna be a nervous wreck like the first time.
1: But once you are like in it and doing it, you you just kind of let go of everything. And then your nerves just like what nerves? I am fabulous. <laughs> Let's go. Yes. And yeah, an audience can make or break a performance too if they don't have the energy, it can drag you down. The second showing, the first audience, nobody tipped. Everybody was just watching, just like.
0: <laughs> I like can awkward.
1: You just gotta be silly with people because comedy kind of breaks the ice. That's why I'm so comfortable with it. You can, If you can be silly in front of yourself and your family and friends, you can do drag.
0: Exactly. Or hearing the sound of your voice. Like for me at the beginning it was so uncomfortable to hear my own voice, but I'm getting used to it.
1: Oh, I can't stand my own voice. I can't, I can barely host. I'm like, I uh introducing. <laughs> and then I rush through it. Thank <laughs> you coming next to the stage. Me. <laughs> I can't
0: host and do my drag. It's just so much. It's a lot. It's a lot. You have to be on, like, that's the me. whole time. Yeah,
1: one thing I can't do, I say I can't do good, is hosting. That That's something else I have to break myself up. So stressful.
0: Now, so. speaking of these challenges that you want to put on yourself, what is next for you? What are some of your, i you ask all my guests these. Uh, so what are your goals for drag? Maybe short term, and what would be your ultimate goal for family? Oh,
1: ultimate goal? I actually want to a makeup line and... Like, just in general, just phantoms, makeup. It can have cool palettes and things that I think that will help a drag king do makeup. Not just a drag king, but other performers too, because I I can do non-binary drag like nothing else too. I've done them, I've done mask, I've done a mix. So I want everybody to have something. There'll be binding tools, there'll be underwear that could fit you proper because you know you have to have snug underwear for your packers and stuff like that just there are things that I generally don't use in drag that others do use so I want to you know have other people help me like other kings develop that other other non-binary performers give me their information be like okay what do you what would you need to make your drag easier and I'll let you know how I can help you. I want to like to be informational. I want, I want to have the products. I want to be able to help other people after I'm done doing drag. I want to continue to make art and teach people makeup. So it's, you know, it's bigger goals. I can go anywhere with my drag. And I I was just on TV by the ACLU. So I'm I'm going up there. I'm hoping to try for a Dragula. That's something. Because that seems like my genre, my my style, my my family. I want to grow. I want to be that brand. I want I want that representation. Since they are all inclusive, and that's better than RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm just gonna say it. Wah wah wah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel you. I think you would be great on Dragula. Your makeup skills are on point, and like you said, it is very your brand like that's spooky and then you know you can also bring it to glam i think you would you would do great on dracula
1: yeah the only thing about them is just the challenges and they went they went full on oh honey um like i'm terrified of (laughs) like i will because i have an anxiety disorder i think that they're gonna take me out (laughs) Like, I have a lot of issues with that. So um, I'm hoping that that doesn't take me down because I'm going to stick with it. We'll see.
0: Yes. And I also love this all-inclusive drag kid because you're absolutely right I feel like drag has become more available when it comes to costumes tools and everything but it's become more available for queens there's so many other things that kings and non-binary performers need just you know for their art and it's not always accessible and people that want to start are not always aware of them of what is it that I mean
1: Well, we can also highlight other queer people with businesses that have these things already. So if you do see a small business and they're in your community, you need to help them out, show their shop, like their stuff, follow them, do all of that. You're already helping. If you can, you know, start with that. So if I try to do that with my friends, we got to uplift our family and our friends. So do it as much as possible for others. And I see you're doing that. And you're you're getting you're getting other people's voices and other styles of drags, and I appreciate you having me here because you know not everybody wants a a drag king interview.
0: <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? I was so excited when you said yes. I'm like, oh yes, I love your shows. I love it. Oh my, again, that Woody number lives in my mind rent free. Jay Barwin <laughs> lives in my mind rent free. <laughs> that's a fun one to have. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so dumb. But I love it. (laughs) And people love it too. I remember the first time I saw it, everyone was living, including me. Where did you see it? Was it just on the video or did you see the...
1: You were at the show, were you?
0: Yeah, I was at Diverse uh, a couple of months back.
1: That's a big crowd to do it in.
0: (laughs) It is. It it was packed. Packed. Very few times I've seen Mary's like that.
1: Landon's show is always that way because he always has this star cast he gets the dragula he gets like I said the burlesque dancers he has a variety and I think if everybody does that everybody can circulate their um performers and it doesn't go stale I mean I'm not saying queens are stale but there there's a lot of queens I mean where's the variety where's the other performers there's not just one style of drag I, I can repeat myself on blue in the face or white or skull in the face.
0: <laughs> and I think for that show, I think it was Havoc that you know came out in one makeup, and then like for his next set, it was something completely different. I'm like, whoa! Like it was just like maybe 20 minutes in yeah. between.
1: And we're back there, we're like, "What do you got?" And I'm like, I "Put this together. <laughs> <laughs> he's got black hairspray. You've been lying like somebody hit me. Hurry." <laughs> everybody's a hot mess backstage and you know yes. we look fine when we hit the stage but we're back there dying and like breathing you know havoc always looks like he's going to throw up and most of the time he does <laughs> it's a big venue it is so big it's like you're doing a marathon and having dances a lot so that's i said don't just don't, don't do the knee drop your knees are bad
0: <laughs> yeah we yell at him. We pick on him. I always on, say bro. I'm I'm thirty one, but I, my knees niece are fifty seven. And that is <laughs> just for drag.
1: Yeah, we got we gotta look out for each other. You know you cannot do that right now. No splits. That they, they tell me no splits, but what do I do? There goes my sciatic. <laughs> <laughs> like, ah, I did this to my <laughs> Without
0: stretching. <laughs> oh no, I have to stretch even if I'm just like walking around. I can't yeah. do it anymore.
1: Don't do that. Heed our warning. It is wreaking havoc on the body. Right now, I hate my body. <laughs> it hurts because my knees are bruised up. My arms are sore. My hands hurt
0: from doing makeup. I think I still have green from last night. I took shower. <laughs> I took two. Phantom, that is all the time that we have, but I do appreciate, again, thank you so much for doing this with me. I'm so excited. It was so lovely meeting you a little bit more.
1: I felt more comfortable talking to you than anybody else on a live, like, live chat. This is so odd for me. Like, Billy, really, this was nice.
0: Thank is, you. Of course. Where can people find you on social media?
1: Uh, well, Instagram, it's king, uh, Phantom underscore two tiktok is king underscore phantom two
0: go follow I you're not gonna regret backwards. it
1: i might be doing that backwards i'll send you the actual instagram so don't quote me on that because <laughs> 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 i did this smoke mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll, we'll fact <laughs> check we'll <Okay>. fact check <laughs> and yes please fact check And you know me
0: <laughs> well thank you for holding me seriously Thank you for listening to 100 Steps to Drag. If you like my podcast, please leave me a review. If you didn't like it, um, you can keep that for yourself. I'll see you next Tuesday. Bye.